Welcome to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine, the voice of the Canadian independent pizzeria, which delivers to the industry the latest information on market trends, research, recipes, innovations, news, and new products. You've tuned in to hear compelling conversations with people influencing the pizza industry in Canada. Want to help pizza lovers find your business online? Today we talk with marketing pro Michelle Brisbois about how to make your pizzeria stand out in local searches on the web. Michelle has extensive retail, restaurant marketing, and operations experience and has worn many hats in the world of restaurants and marketing, including that of marketing consultant, specializing in e-commerce and digital content strategy, and retail in-store activation. She's marketing professor with the Canadian Food and Wine Institute at Niagara College. And as many of our listeners will know, she's a writer for Canadian Pizza on such topics as developing your pizzeria's brand, reaching customers online, and motivating your staff. It should be a fun episode, and uh, Michelle's latest venture is hosting a flash briefing podcast called Restaurant and Retail Marketing, in which he tackles many important topics for restaurants, including today's topic, local search. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. I am thrilled to be here. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm great, thanks. Great. Well, for those who are new to the term, what do you mean by local search? Well, um, search local search is essentially when somebody is looking for a business that's within a defined geographic area. So, you know, for lack of a better expression, within driving distance. And uh, I like to think of Google. Did you ever see the movie Up, uh, the Disney movie? There's this character called Doug. It's this uh, retriever that just wants to please. And I kind of look at Google like this robot golden retriever that uh, runs out to to get the exact shiny stick that we want. And you as a business want to be that shiny stick that gets brought back. And so, you know, what we're seeing with local search is that it's skyrocketing. I think it's uh, the stat is it's up 200%. So people are typing into the search bar um, looking for a pizzeria near me or a pizzeria in, let's say, you, you know, you're in Pleasantville because who doesn't want to run a pizzeria in Pleasantville? And so they're typing those very specific things into the search. And then Google has several different measurements it uses to decide if you're the shiny stick that uh, they're going to bring back. So there are definitely ways to make sure that you rank high so that you're the one that gets returned. I see. Why is it important for your pizzeria or restaurant to rate high in the local web search? Can you elaborate on that a little? Absolutely. I mean, having been on the operational side, and and I, um, as some readers may know, I, I was a state manager at a large winery here in Niagara for six years. And although a lot of what we saw were tourists, our bread and butter was the local uh, traffic and the local patrons. And in, certainly in the off season, you rely on them and they're your backbone. And so first off, you know, restaurants are, are selling a product that's either consumed there or shortly after purchasing, even if it is delivery, it has to be consumed fresh. So we're not looking with restaurants to target people in other countries or even in other cities because it's just logistically not a fit. 
um, people that are doing local searches are ready to buy. They're hungry. You know, that's number one why it's important. And the stat is that 76% of people who conduct a local search actually make a same day visit to that business. And, you know, the other thing that kind of keeps me up at night, uh, thinking about my clients and, and how I can help them, is that more and more search is being conducted through uh, voice activated speakers, whether it's on, you know, Siri on an iPhone or uh, an Echo Home uh, voice speaker, and that's increasing by 20%. And if you're saying into a, a voice activated speaker, you know, find me a restaurant near me, it's only going to return one or two searches, one or two results. It's not going to return 17 results like we do if we're typing it into a page on a web browser. Right. Right. So even more important. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the other stat is that um, local, um, if a search is done, it's uh, by voice, it's three times more likely to be local. So, you know, if you think about it, you, people are driving, we've, we've kind of all done this ourselves, right? You're driving around, maybe you're meeting someone for dinner at a restaurant, or you're just hungry, and you don't want to take your hand off the wheel and type something into the, the browser, so you just hit, you know, Siri, the Siri button, and you you say, uh, where is, you know, Joe's Pizzeria or where is a pizzeria near me? So I think the the voice search as we're increasingly on the go is important. And, and again, even if you're targeting tourists, they don't know where the restaurants are. So they're in town and uh, they're searching for something near them as well. And they're unfamiliar with the terrain. So ranking high for local search is vital. Uh, whether you're in a tourist destination or you're targeting locals or both. Right. Um, and as this uh, has to do with the restaurant's website, can you tell us uh, what is maybe the most common mistake or missed opportunity you see restaurants make on their website? Yeah, it, weirdly, the, the biggest mistake I see is that they decide not to have a website. <laughs> There's, you know, there, I don't have the stat in front of me, but I, I did see it uh, a couple months ago. It's kind of shocking how many businesses don't even bother having a website. And what they often figure is that if they have a Facebook page, that's enough. And the the thing I want people to think about is that your social media channels are where the awareness happens. So it's great to help people uh, hear about you, to converse with them, to communicate some of your, your specials and whatnot. But the problem is that you could have a thousand followers on Instagram or Facebook and Facebook owns Instagram, so they're the same company. And, and that is great, but you don't own that audience. Mark Zuckerberg does. And, those algorithms can change tomorrow. That audience, your your ability to speak to them could change. Uh, you don't own that relationship. So people have to have a website because that's where you own the relationship. And you have to have a strategy to migrate the audience from social media to your website so that you can have them in your database and, and protect them. I think the recent stat is that only 28% of people trust Facebook and data protection is becoming increasingly important as well. So number one, have a website so that you can tailor it for those, that local search because your social media channels 
won't do the job. And you know that's kind of the, the biggest miss that I see. Um, if somebody has a website, um, certainly uh, configuring it and putting content on that really targets local is where I see another missed opportunity. And there's uh, lots of things that can be done to to make that better. Great. And and uh, can you tell us then uh, what a restaurant can do to rank higher in the local search? Yeah, it's really just talk local. Um, content, content, content is is where it's going. It used to be that to optimize our websites for search, that uh, the webmaster would put in all kinds of uh, tags and it, it was all coding and uh, it was really a keyword game. Keyword stuffing was common where there were actually instances, uh, this is kind of black hat stuff, uh, but you might take a, a keyword that's ranking high for search, put it on a page and white it all out so that no one can actually see it against the background, but the search engines could. And Google's really changed their algorithms. They've implemented machine learning. The new algorithm is called RankBrain, and Google's made it very clear that it's about engaging content. What you know, If you go back to that retriever analogy, they want to make sure that whatever the person typing into search is looking for, that they're delighted with the results because they want people to keep using Google. So when they get to your website, um, what I see a lot of times people do is that they assume, okay, people on my website can see it's a pizzeria, so I don't need to use the word pizza. And the problem is you're not only appealing to that reader, but you have to help them find you. And the way to help them find you is by using the word pizza. And so keyword research is is really the most important thing. And, and you know, if you read the copy on your website, you'll you'll find, hey, I actually didn't mention we were a restaurant. I didn't use the word pizza. I didn't use the word restaurant. So using those words, because Google's essentially blind. You know, you have to match those words. Uh, to the to the search intent, and so the the piece about having a local flavor where it's important is to have copy and blog content that talks about you know again if I go back to my example of the restaurant in Pleasantville, um, our restaurant on Main Street in Pleasantville talk about the other local businesses uh, around you, link to those businesses if you can. And uh, all of those cues are really, really important in terms of communicating where you're located. Um, the other thing is make sure that you have on all your digital touch points, your address clearly written out in full and all in the exact same way. One thing Google will do is um, demote uh, websites that they feel might be fraudulent businesses. And one way that that is signaled is a fraudulent business won't put a, an address in or it won't, um, all the addresses just don't agree exactly. So if you your business is on Main Street and it's S-T-R-E-E-T, not S-T period, make sure it's written out S-T-R-E-E-T on your social media channels, on your web page, everything. And, and that just makes it easier. Your phone number so that it can... Um, especially if somebody's using mobile search, having that phone number pop up where they can just hit that call button 
and see if and make a reservation or see if they can get a table is uh, is vitally important. So you know right. those are those are definitely some things that uh, that can be done. Great tips, uh, Michelle. Uh, if I can just go back to where you talk about keyword searches, can you give a suggestion of how um, a restaurant operator could know or find out what those keywords are beyond the obvious ones, which as you say, it, it's good to include and to try to think, think like someone who's just looking at your website fresh um, would think, but is there somewhere they can go or, or a tip for finding out what keywords people are responding to? Sure, yeah. I mean, first off, uh, I would scour your own customer feedback. So if you look at your TripAdvisor reviews or emails or accolades you receive from customers, you'll see those words jump out. But, I mean, also look at your own menu. So if you, for example, are known locally for your Neapolitan pizza, then there's your keyword. In fact, your long tail keyword would be Neapolitan Pizza on Main Street in Pleasantville. And keywords, you know, people think it's just one word. It's actually not. People aren't just typing in pizza anymore. They're typing in pizza near me. They're typing in Neapolitan Pizza near me. So a key, uh, long tail keyword is anything over five words. And when you use those words, those sm those short sentences frequently, that's what you became known become known for and you start ranking higher for that and then you find your perfect customers that are really into what you're offering so that's the first thing is to really look at what you're best at what you want to be known for and making sure that you're using those words a lot on your copy on your website and then this there is a tool called answerthepublic.com and you can it's free and it's kind of a funny website. You can type into the search browser there. Um, again, you could type in Neapolitan Pizza and up comes a screen with all the most popular search queries that come up around that topic. And so that's another place. Um, just do a survey. I mean, you've, if you've got people, whether it's takeout or whether they're dining in, uh, you can always pop in a little card that says um, you know just uh, go online and do our you can use survey monkey or some of the free tools and I would just say to them you know what are the words that come to mind when you think of us if you were to sit down to Google and search for us online what would you type into the the browser and because that's the keys to the kingdom really is being able to figure out what that person's going to type into Google when they sit down at the computer so, um, so that's those are some ways to to look at those keywords. Oh, those are great insights, Michelle. Uh, what's the best trick for jumping the queue and getting your business noticed? Well, um, in addition to the keywords and using those liberally on your content on your website, uh, the other way to really rank for local business is uh, through pictures and images and your Google business profile. So uh, you want to make sure that you invite Google reviews. TripAdvisor reviews are great, but the Google reviews will really help with the search. 
and uh, you you don't want to run a contest and incent them because that's uh, frowned upon. Uh, but certainly, you know, having your your team just say to a customer, "We'd love it if we you'd leave a review," and inviting that is really helps. And look at your Google business profile. Uh, there's a place to put pictures. Make sure you have pictures there. Make sure they're professionally done. A lot of people don't realize that your customers can put their own pictures there. And if it's a picture of a table that hasn't been cleared yet or it's not flattering, uh, you might want to remove that. Because when people do the search and you want pictures of inside and outside the establishment, I mean, how many of us have searched for something on Google Maps and it's really helpful when you can see a picture of the building because you, you feel comforted that you know what you're looking for. So that all helps with the customer experience. Um, and, but the, in terms of little, a little hack uh, in terms of the search engines, you want to make sure your pictures are what's called geotagged. And geotagging is um, information within the picture that helps, the, again, Google's blind, so it's looking for words, not pictures. Um, so if you right-click on a picture, what comes up is a menu, and you'll see something like uh, info or properties, and you can fill into that field where the picture was taken. Uh, you'll also get um, usually GPS coordinates that help uh, the search engines. And the other important thing is there's a field for keywords. So that's again, where you, you've got your list of keywords where you wanna put those magic keywords in and then Google will return that picture. And you know if they look enticing and it's of the food and the, the establishment, that's gonna make those people wanna choose you over the other results. And so, you know, pictures are the second thing. And the third thing is um, do make sure there's something called linking and backlinking that really helps with search because Google likes to see those links to help them give you what's called domain authority, which means that it recognizes that you know what you're, you are, what you say you are, and you know what you're talking about. So you want to link to your chamber of commerce. You want to link to your other businesses on your street. Uh, you want to make sure that a lot of your links are local. When I And that's another mistake I see when I look at uh, clients' websites. There's lots of lovely copy with absolutely no links. And that makes a better user experience too because the customer can maybe get access to other businesses or information they need but it really does help with the search and helps you rise up so those are a couple little hacks that uh, can be done fairly simply and and really help uh, move the needle it's you know the kind of the one thing i want to make sure everyone understands with this stuff is uh, it doesn't happen overnight it's spade work uh, but nobody understands uh, the long game and working hard more than the restaurant industry. So <laughs> I have no doubt um, they'll be able to handle it. Um, but it's something that you got to keep at day after day and you start to see progress slowly but surely and then it gains momentum over time. Ah, that's great advice. Uh, and maybe perhaps assign that to one person in in, in the restaurant who is particularly interested in that and they can sort of be take ownership of that maybe. Absolutely. You know, this is, and it's really, really hard being on the operational side. It is long, hard days. You don't have a lot, any days off, it feels like. And I think one of the biggest concerns that the industry has is where do I find time for all of this? So it's really important 
to focus where you're going to get bang for buck and building your local search is definitely uh, a big one and if you, you have the luxury generally in the restaurant industry of having lots of young eager team members many of whom might be in school you know, as a teacher i see so many students coming up to me saying you know i'm worried about not getting my co-op where can i get experience and you've probably got team members that would take to this like a duck to water you know you could make a special role maybe it gets paid a buck more an hour it's a great investment because the business that will come from doing this uh, will more than pay for that extra dollar per hour and that team member gets valuable work experience to, to help them in their career. That's a great idea. Great idea. Well, you've given us a lot to think about, Rochelle, and I'm keen for our readers to, to hear your thoughts about this and, and maybe respond and let you know their own experiences. Um, I thank you for getting us to speed on local search. Yes, absolutely. I would love to hear feedback. If there are topics out there that the industry uh, would like to hear about digital marketing, um, I would welcome that feedback because I'm always eager to know where it's needed. That's great. Uh, well, to our listeners, uh, if you want to continue this conversation, you can find Michelle Brisbois on social media. You can email her at michelle at techstrixconsulting.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E -L -L -E at TextrixConsulting.com. That's her business, T-E-X-T-R-I-X-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. Or subscribe to the Restaurant Retail Marketing Flash Briefing through Amazon, Amazon Echo devices. You can listen to past briefings at uh, RestaurantAndRetailMarketing.com. I'll have that link up on the page uh, when we when we uh, publish this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And please let us know what and who you'd like to hear from on the podcast. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you for listening to the Canadian Pizza Podcast, hosted by Canadian Pizza Magazine. 